Welcome to The Real Deal, where God, His purposes, and His people are celebrated. I'm Rachel Inouye, bringing you encouragement through real life, people, and their stories. It's The Real Deal. Hey, let's get started. Okay, everybody, I am really excited to have Allie Vogley here with me today. And just being super real, we recorded about 10, maybe 15 15 minutes of the podcast, (laughs) and we got nothing. Mm -hmm. We got the sound check. So um, we're redoing a little bit of it. Well, praise the Lord, it was only that. We got interrupted (laughs) to be able to see instead of the entire hour. We got interrupted by inflating a bouncy house, and all (laughs) of a sudden it was like, we're in this room. And you just had to go parent for a minute. Yeah, it's fine. You did great. I hope they'll be okay. They'll be just Okay, so um, Allie and I are up at the cabin, and I have wanted Allie to be with me for multiple years, actually. But last year in general, when you started sharing a little more of your story, I was like, I would love to have it on The Real Deal. Mm -hmm. And not because that's your identity, but it's a piece of it that Mm -hmm. I think could help people. And Mm -hmm. I love The Real Deal to help some people in any way. Mm -hmm. And then overarchingly, when we tell our story, we help everyone. Yeah. Because the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So it helps me. So I have Allie with me today. I've known you almost all your life. Yeah. And Allie is a firecracker. She is a changer, world changer, because she changes the world right around her, which changes the world. I know you're an exhorter in the kingdom. I think the words you speak really matter. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's a daughter. She's a friend to many. And I've watched her become a friend to people that she doesn't know through social media. And I appreciate her presence on it. And if you ever need a season where you don't do it, that's fine too. But you're kind of in the thick of a season of helping people that Mm -hmm. are online. So... I've said a lot more, but welcome. Thank you. (laughs) I'm really glad to have you. And we're going to go back through these questions that are part of the real deal. Would you consider yourself an introvert or extrovert? An introverted extrovert. I really want to unpack that, but that's good. Coffee, tea. Coffee. Dog, cat, either, neither. Dog. Morning bird or night owl? Neither. (laughs) People, she stayed consistent with what she said last night. (laughs) Books and movies? Movies. Silence or music? Music. Leaned in or laid back? Leaned in. Shower, bath. Bath. Driver, passenger. Driver. Do you like to eat at home or dine out? Eat at home. Okay. All right. So you know that this is called the real deal, and my dad always told us to be the RD. His name was Richard Dean, and he would just bless us to be the real deal. I mean, Mm -hmm. when we had family gatherings, it wasn't every time, but there were times where we would gather or he would pray for my family, the nieces and the nephews, the grandkids, kind of like up at the cabin here where there's multiple generations, and he would just say, just be the real deal. Be who you are. God needs you to be you. And it affected me. Mm-hmm. And I, it's not that I've never struggled or liked other things about people, but I like to be me. Mm-hmm. And I think I do better if I present the real me than try to always shape myself to the world around me yeah. and be someone else. Yeah. So who would you say is the real deal in your life if you have a person that popped into your head and how has it affected you or maybe freed you to mm. be the real deal? Yeah. Um, I would probably say... My mom and my husband. My mom, um, who was actually on this podcast. Yes. Sue Ann Chandler. She did a great podcast. Yeah, and, you know, did. she's a friend of mine from forever. And she just was real. Yeah. It was a very helpful podcast. Yeah. And she shared about her um, struggle with OCD previously. And uh, she, I would say, the reason why she comes to my mind is she, you know, was somebody when I was young who I was, I just want to be just like mom. Mom, you're just so great. And you're this, that, anything. And I think, <laughs> I think there was a part of her that felt convicted. Like, uh, I have stuff in my past you don't know about, you know? Right. And, um, but she was super real with me and was able to share some stuff when I was in junior high 
And what I love about it is she was she was being real, but then she was allowing me to be real in my process of like, oh, my mom's not perfect, perfect or trying to be perfect. She's somebody, or... you know, and working through those emotions. But now because I was, she let me in on parts of her life early on. I have a trust with her because mm-hmm. she is a real person. Mm-hmm. And um, there are things that we can talk about that maybe we would never have been able to yeah. had she not. You have a that. real closeness with her. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I even knew the origin of all that. Mm-hmm. But she would, you know, she and I have prayed together and chatted forever. Mm-hmm. And she would always just say that you'll tell her. Or yeah. she maybe doesn't know if there's something you're reserving. Yeah. But she knew you would just tell her anything. Yeah. 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 She was a very safe place, which mm-hmm. I feel in my heart means you're a very real person yep. to me. And then the second person would be my husband. My husband is, he's real in a different way. Sometimes people think real is like you share everything and you're mm. oversharing. With my husband, he's real to me because he's a truthful person and he's steadfast. He's always here. And yeah. that to me is almost more real because you're a consistent. And I love that about mm. him. And sometimes... That's a good distinction. You know, I feel like that's a very real thing. Don't change. You're always here. Yeah. And I need that in my life. And I, you know, he's real He's real with me. And he allows me to be real with him, which can be, can be a lot sometimes. Because, <laughs> you know, we've got some crazy going on over here. But he allows me to be that. And he's so gracious in it. And he's, but the thing I love most about him is he's real in his truth. And, mm. and he never wavers in his truth, whether it's logic truth or biblical truth, mm. which you need both in your life. Yeah. And he's not afraid to tell me even when I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Um, and he, what is so sweet about my husband is he's learned how to tell me. Sometimes, you know, you, you tell somebody and right. you're not doing it the right, you know, you right. kind of, they take it like you're being mean, you know, whatever. Not and truth in love. Like you, you exactly. trust him and he comes to you in a time that's exactly. appropriate to tell you, you know, exactly. what I mean? when you're not at a fragile point or stress yes. or kids are everywhere. Yeah. He's able yeah. to like read that now. Yeah. But you know, I know it comes from, he loves me. He wants the best for me. He sees so much more in me than I even see myself. And he knows that I need to hear things. He's a very, yeah. very wise and discerning person, um, which is something that I will always receive from him. Yeah. Even if I'm not super wanting to in the moment, right. God has placed him there as yeah. a very real, godly, biblical, yeah. logical person in my life. And yeah. so I would consider him. Super so much. Yeah. Yeah. So it's affected you in many ways because it's shaped you. So is there a truth that he's told you or someone's told you that it's almost like when the doctor has to break the leg to reset it, but mm-hmm. then it was able to form the yes. right way? Is there a truth that you've ever been told that hurt or shaped you and you didn't like it at the time, but you know it's helped fashion you? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well... So one that's kind of like lighthearted yeah. would be when I was told I was high maintenance, yeah. I would get super offended. I am not a high maintenance person. What are you people saying? Like, I'm cool and collected and gone. It's that's not, what I love about you, though. You're, but I'm not. And, you know, and I had to learn how to accept that. And now I jokingly will, like, make jokes about yeah. me being high maintenance. Yeah. And there's there's unhealth in there. And then, then there's just the real part. It's yeah. just like, I like things the way I like them. And now there can be a selfish end of that where yeah. you need to cut that part off. Well, that's true in anything. It could be like, well, I'm high maintenance. And begin to own it almost yes. like, or like a sin tendency. Yes. Well, I'm talkative. Well, what about if it's gossip or yes. slander? You, totally. you know, those words aren't something you just, well, that's me. Right. You know, you don't revel in it. But. Which is maybe why you get offended when someone says it about you mm. because you're actually operating in it that mm. way. 
That's a good you're word. not operating in it in the healthy way. You're actually operating in the unhealthy way. Right. So when someone says something to you, that's why it's so offensive. Yeah. Um, which is probably why I got offended when yeah. someone told me that. But I am high maintenance. I receive it and in in the healthy way, and I embrace it. And yeah. um, so does my husband. He's gracious with me about it. Um, but I would say there have been a couple things that God has revealed to me um, that were kind of hurtful, mm. and not. I do. We do not serve a harmful God, so don't hear me in that sense. I took them hurtfully because I knew I was wrong. Okay. And so he. It was a conviction more so. Yeah. He. Uh, I. A few years back, started revealing to me that I was really self righteous mm. and that I was very much in a Pharisee camp. Mm. And I was so caught off guard and caught back because I'm a very much a rule follower. I'm a very black and white. Yeah. I fall into legalism very quickly. Um, and so learning how to operate in grace yeah. and less in the truth, truth is so important. And that is. That I'm not taking away from that, but I operated probably in only truth, and mm. that is wrong. That's a huge revelation. Yes, that's a huge revelation. Yeah, and it mm. took me years to get to this point. I still lean more truth, but I operate so much more in grace than I ever have. And we serve the God of grace. So Amen. I, I mean, Amen. It, how how is how selfish and sinful of me to ever think that I didn't need to operate in that? That's so wrong. Yeah. Um. So God revealed that to me a few years ago, and I it's just been a, a, a journey because, I mean, there there were so many years that I operated in that that I had to, like, kind of yep. come yep. back. It took yep. a long time for me to get to a space of yep. really understanding what grace looks like and operating in that. Grace is such a beautiful thing, and actually the law it was brought to, to magnify the transgression. Mm-hmm. So then now we're stuck because mm-hmm. when we're law and rules, you're going to know how you always uh-huh. fall short, yeah. right? And yeah. And that was brought in, but it's brought death so that we understand the good news. I, I don't know. I've been recently thinking a lot about how much um, things that we do are taken from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. And I was even speaking to somebody this week about that. <clears throat> it's really good and evil fruit. Mm-hmm. It's not like you get to pick good fruit and mm-hmm. eat some of it. It's both evil. And. It's both ends. So the very thing like keeping a rule or being at somebody that you know, could fall into legalism, the self-righteous part comes in. Once you're keeping it, then pride could come in. Mm-hmm. Well, that's evil. Mm-hmm. Or condemnation for other people. Mm-hmm. So that's evil. Mm-hmm. Or if you mess up that day, you feel condemned. So mm-hmm. that's evil. The very mm-hmm. good thing that you're trying to do mm-hmm. brings the evil. Mm-hmm. And the time clock ticks either slower on some things, but it'll turn to evil yeah. or it'll go fast. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's only the tree of life. It's only intimacy with God. It's only really that grace tree that gives us the ability to not... Try to mind everybody's business and just to love them anyway. Yes. You, you know what I mean? And yes. I I still believe there is right mm-hmm. and there is wrong. Yeah. But it's not my business to have the robe that rolls around and is the yeah. pharisaical one that tries Correct. to make everybody keep it, myself yeah. included. Yeah. That's a huge truth, Allie, yeah. at your age. I mean, you're not a teenager. No. But you're not into your 50s. No. How, do you mind if I ask how old you are? I'm 32. You're 32. That's a huge truth to be revealed yeah. to you at this point in your life. Yeah. Because you will carry it. Um, the aroma of Christ in, mm-hmm. in a grace place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a stage and a process. Yeah. And I think you can be, um, what is it, pharisaical? Yeah. Is that, um, in your mind. You may not speak it to somebody, but you're sure That's a good word. It. And that's still a connection to your heart. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I I think that's where I was most. Yeah. It this was. is the biggest organ, right? Oh, it directs your whole thing, what you're thinking. Amen to that. And um, so I think that was a big one that God revealed to me that was 
that pinched my heart a little bit because yeah. I was trying to do good and trying to do right and then to find out I was doing wrong. We were kind of into a little bit of a, a hard thing and how that shapes us to be yes. a better person who then sometimes the scripture that says that whatever we've gone through, he brought us through it so that we can then pour mm-hmm. into others in mm-hmm. it. And that's not the exact scriptural phrase, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So you are, I loved your language. Giving language for things is important. You mm-hmm. said you struggle with something rather than I have, or mm-hmm. I don't want people to say my cancer. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there is a struggle mm-hmm. and and God is using it, but you're also coming out of it. Yes. And I have a friend who struggled with a chronic illness mm. and she's better, but she doesn't want to be better mm-hmm. because it's her ministry. Mm. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. people that work with paraplegics have arms and legs. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You don't mm-hmm. have to. St- and I, that's a word I want to give to you, too, because mm-hmm. I think God is healing you in different mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. And you can still minister mm-hmm. to people from a place mm-hmm. you used to be mm-hmm. rather than you have to be in it mm-hmm. to be effective. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, tell us a little bit about that hard place yeah. and that struggle. Yeah. So um, we were talking about my struggle with anxiety. Yeah. So Again, my mom came on this podcast and shared her struggle with OCD. Right. I have struggled through the years with um, anxiety and panic disorder and OCD. So just, you know, just some mental health yep. struggles. Yep. Kind of a little conglomerate, a little cocktail. <laughs> a little cocktail. Um, when did it manifest? Or can you even I, find I, a beginning? I, you know, I was always a, a child who kind of, because I was so black and white, I think there were things that I had tendencies already there that overwhelmed me or it had to be perfect or, you know, which I feel like are tendencies of somebody who could struggle with anxiety. Okay. Um, and then I would say they kind of got triggered after around college. Mm-hmm. So I had come out of um, like a really hard big breakup. And yeah. then two years later, um, I had met my husband, who now husband, we got yep. engaged and then planning a wedding and still finishing school and then moving out of my parents' house and just a, a lot, lot, a lot of things. And I think, you know, there are a lot of things that become out of your control. I was also a control person mm. and it, I think it just triggered and started to manifest itself with panic attacks yeah. and um, OCD tendencies. And so like, how did it manifest it? Like your first time, do you remember? Did you, um, did I you had breathe? A your lot heart of the breathing, okay. a lot of the like um, racing heart, can't breathe. Uh, my my entire body would go numb. I mean, I went to the ER multiple times yeah. and got blood work done just to make sure, you know, whatever. And it all came back fine. And I still didn't feel fine. I didn't feel fine. I didn't feel fine. And um, I remember sitting in class because at that time I'd shared with Justin, who was my fiance at the time, okay. and then my mom. And their, their response, and they're both in a different place now. Yep. So they know this, but there was at the time, at the time their response was, um, I didn't feel, feel like they believed me. Okay. Because I, to, if I'm going to be real, yeah. I'm a dramatic person. Yeah. That is part of my DNA. So they kind of were like, well, this is just, just part being of over. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, and, um, <laughs> but I, I knew it was deeper than that. Yeah. And how do you explain that to somebody? And that was really hard for me. And so I remember feeling very alone and very isolated and very much like, I'm not going to let people in to this. Yeah. Not because necessarily I don't want somebody to know, but because I I don't trust somebody to make me f- not feel like that again. Yeah. I don't want to feel like right. I'm not believed or that I'm a crazy person. I'm making this all I'm up for attention and drama. Yeah. I don't want to feel that way again. Mm. So I'm just going to keep it in to myself and I'll figure it out. I'll deal with it. And 
Um, and then did I, that lessen it or heighten it? Heightened it. God did not make us to do things alone. Isolation is the most dangerous place you can be. Amen, in. sister. And um, so Satan had a heyday, and uh, I I remember being in, in class one day because you know I'm dealing with all these symptoms, I'm dealing with all these whatever, and I feel very alone. I'm not even listening to. I couldn't even tell you what class I was in. Yeah. What I could tell you is I was looking up um, my symptoms. I was like, I yeah. have to have something. What is this? Because, and I know it's not physical <laughs> because I went to the doctor and they said I'm fine. So I'm like, what is this? And I, I, the definition of panic disorder came up and nobody, this was, this was over 10 years ago. I mean, this was like 12 years ago and nobody was talking about yeah. mental health. Yeah. Nobody was talking about anxiety. Nobody. So you didn't know. It's much more talked about now than it ever has been. And so I remember looking it up and reading all the definitions and like the definition and then the symptoms. And I started sobbing in class. Like, have that one. Have that one. Because it was a freedom. I'm not crazy. This is something. And now I have a name to it, which was more freeing to me because now I now it's something I know and I can work towards yep. X, yep. you know, and... and kind of calling it out yeah, so then you can... Yeah, yeah. And it was so freeing to me. I'm like, oh, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I can, I can move forward. And um, I did. I I ended up getting on some medication, and which was helpful. Yep. Helped me a lot. I got through that season of wedding planning and da, 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 yep. Um, and so I, I feel like I had a few years where it went well. I was doing great. And then a, f- a few <laughs> years, like five years ago, I stopped taking my medication because I thought I was doing well. I don't need this anymore. And I'm I'm an advocate for medication and I'm mm-hmm. an advocate for not. Yeah. I'm literally... It doesn't I, have to be a lifetime. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to. And you don't have to. If you feel conviction, don't take it. Yeah. If you feel like you need the extra help, take it. Amen. And I there's a freedom in it. There is not a bondage one way or the other. God doesn't love you any less yep. or think of you of any less. If you're going to take it, sometimes there is a chemical imbalance in your mm-hmm, brain. Mm-hmm. And that's all right. Yep. You know? And so just hear me when I say that's that. That's true. Um, um, but I remember, so about five years ago, I stopped taking it because I, I was doing really well. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't need this. Well, later on I read this verse, but I also wasn't taking care of my mind. I was leaving it open. I think there's a verse, I can't remember where it was, where it says um, that if you leave, this is a paraphrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got uh, it. Leave something unintended Satan that ha- that Satan has had an attack on before. He comes back and comes yeah. back with more mm-hmm. and even harder. And that's what happened to me. Okay. So I got off my medication. I left my mind open. to. I wasn't being active in my health, Filling mental it. health. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I do think that. Um, Satan came back and he came back harder than ever. And that was about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've had my worst struggles with anxiety, my OCD, or excuse me, the struggle with anxiety, the struggle with my, the OCD, and the struggle with the panic disorder. So tell us why you rephrased that, because I think that would be helpful to somebody who may be listening. I had someone actually say it to me, and I was super receptive to yep. it because I... Instead of my... Instead of claiming it as who you are, it is the thing that's in front of you. Mm-hmm. It is not the way God created us. It is not who you are in your soul, and it is not who um, God made you to be. It right. is a struggle like anything else, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you do not have to receive that this will be who you are for the rest of your right. life. And this is not the 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 beautiful things that God has placed inside of you. Anxiety is not one of those right. things he places inside of you. Cuz it's not your identity. Yes. Sometimes people become 
their job. They become their illness. They become their struggle instead of you are something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Spirit's I think some, inside yes. and doesn't get touched by the world. Yes. The soul, like Jesus only had to wash Peter's feet, mm-hmm. not his whole body. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The part that touches the earth and was yes. affected by the world. Yeah. yeah. And I think some people enjoy being the victim. Mm-hmm. And I, I explained that to my husband that one time. I said, I think sometimes I like mm-hmm. the struggle that I have here because I, in a weird way, people that struggle with um, mental health, usually it's a control thing mm. and it's a fear thing. It's fear and control, fear and control, fear and control. Those are the two, if, if I'm, if from all of the things that I, the research that I've done, those are the two things that, that drive that, which are also things that are not of God. Right. <laughs> God is in control. Yep. And God is perfect. God cast out fear. <laughs> yes. He's got to be. And also control in general of our own self. Unless it's the fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. self-control. Yes, but controlling is manipulation. Controlling. Trying to keep yeah. something based on yes. witchcraft. It's literally the puppeting of others or our own worlds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, oh, I was trying. I was explaining to my husband the the. I almost like being in this yeah. because I feel like I I can, can I understand. I know I'm gonna. It's almost a control thing. It's like I'm sitting in it. Because I know what it's like. Yes. I don't know what it's like without it. Yeah. And that's scary. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to be free from this. So at least I can like, I know that I'm going to have one and I know some of the things that might help me in it. It's yeah. A weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a weird comfort. You know how misery loves company? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Your misery, which is your mental health. You kind of like it. It kind of is a blanket. Yeah, it so kind good. of is a, you find an identity <clears throat> in it. And Jesus had to say to the guy, do you want to get well? Exactly. Because exactly. if you don't, this exactly. will be your world and you'll be on your mat and you know what this is, mm-hmm. which is also a familiar spirit mm-hmm. in quotes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there is a spirit that's familiar. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't always like yes. to go out to the unknown. Yes. He would have had to pick up his mat and start working. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. changes your world. Okay. So you knew that world better. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and so when, when I, about two years ago when it came back and okay. it came back with a vengeance, I felt like, I mean... It's probably the darkest I've been ever. So when I say when I say I have panic disorder, I was having panic attacks every day and every day at night. Okay. So I got scared of going to bed. Because you knew it would flare. I knew it was coming. And I remember I would sob probably around 7 o'clock because I knew it was coming. Which is so sad because you're already projecting that it's already coming. And Justin, I so graciously, he's like, you have got to claim something else over bedtime. Because now you are creating a sanctuary space into a space that is that is mm-hmm. sin yeah. and that is fear-driven. Mm-hmm. And so I would pray over our room and play worship music and, and put on like lavender oils. Things calming, peaceful yep. that are yep. like you know, of the Lord to try to help. But I just, I remember it was every single night. And then I also mm. remember um, my OCD was really high. And my OCD usually is in tandem with like, people that I love. So if I don't do this, someone's going to die. Oh, okay. That's where my OCD. With your children with, mainly. Mainly with my children, sometimes with my husband. Okay. Um. So I, I, I expressed that to you a couple of years ago yep. about I, I wasn't able to leave my laundry room door open. Right. Because I was so afraid that my dryer would catch on fire and then my boys' rooms are downstairs so the fire would go into their rooms. But if I shut the door, that's a barrier. Maybe it would stop the fire enough for me to come down and save my kids. 
Control, fear, control, fear, control, fear. Yeah. And, but you found yourself doing it every day. Every day. And, and I never let Justin know what I was doing because I'd have to get up from bed and do it every night. And one time he was like, what are you doing downstairs? Oh, nothing. You know, you try to like, because you know you're in the wrong. Yeah. And I remember God convicting me of it because has there ever been a fire in my drive? No. Are my boys alive every morning? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> do I trust the Lord? Yeah. Yes. I, do I say I trust the I'm Lord? I'm not making light of it, but some things no. the lies have to be laughed at it, it in is, order to leave. It is laughable. <laughs> yeah. It's what, it's so, and that's a lot of my, you know, panic disorder and thought process. It's, it's almost laughable because yeah. it's so ridiculous. And that's what Satan loves. Yeah. He loves you to believe that the ridiculous yeah. Would happen scenario and can happen. you are making up in your mind is so real. <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not making light of that either because it does feel so real. Oh my so gosh, yes. Real. And that's how I explain because my husband is not somebody who struggles with that. Praise the Lord because I need that in my life. Um, but I just explained to you, I said, the, the best way I can explain it to you, babe, is I know it doesn't seem real to you because it's probably not. And I know that in my in my head. Yeah. But in like my soul, it feels like this is going, going to, to happen. happen. And if I don't do X and if it accidentally did, I'd never forgive myself. Yeah. You, you just, it's a yeah. nasty it's little. It's had a lot of... Um marinating. Yes. It's had a lot of thought process. Yep. It's had a lot of emotion attached to it. Yes. So you can actually play out the scenario and know how sad you'd be. Yes. Like emotions play, and our imagination is a gift from God. Yes, it is. And he, he gave it to us to dream and to yes. think and to create. So it can get hijacked mm-hmm. and we dream and we think and we create a scenario mm-hmm. that is very unreal, mm-hmm. but feels so real. Yeah. So I've woken up in the middle of the night believing there was carbon monoxide yes drowning our house and i'm pacing our living room sobbing yeah. yeah opening up windows yeah and this is how amazing my husband is is i come back in and i finally wake him up because i've this is another side of the story yeah, but yeah. i finally have gotten to a place he is a safe person for me now. yes but we had to work through that i'll come back to that but anyway so i let him in hey this is where i'm at i'm bawling there's carbon monoxide in my house our house and blah blah blah, blah. So he prays with me and lets me kind of go through, come back down out of the attack. And I'm feeling better and I'm about ready to go back to bed. And he goes, did you open up a window? I said, maybe. (laughs) And he goes, okay, well, you need to go shut it. I'm like, no. He goes, Allie, you need to go shut that window. I'm like, I can't. I can't shut that window. Because that's the only thing that's letting the carbon monoxide, the one window in. You know what I mean? That's not like I opened up all the windows, just the one. Again, not really <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But, but right? in my head, I'm like, that's enough. All the carbon monoxide is going to come out. He goes, you need to go in that room and shut that window because it's not going to have power over you. It's having power mm-hmm. over you if mm-hmm. you let it open. Mm-hmm. Go shut it now. Mm-hmm. And he had to be stern with me. Yeah. And not everybody can handle that well. No, but that's what we, he, God I was using that. in you. And mm-hmm. I, I went there. I went bawling. Sobbing, shutting the window, sobbing, 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 sobbing. We're all going to die from carbon monoxide, you know, and I went back in our room. I do think that I brought the carbon monoxide detector in our room and set it on the floor. Yeah. I think he let me do that. But, yeah. you know, it's it's a process. There's yep. some wins and, you uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so that that's kind of a couple of some of the big things that I, to a little bit, a window into yep. my heart of right. where right. I've been with that. But this, the, the last two years, obviously, I said, were when it came back really bad and, I remember I, so I struggle on the anxiety side, less on the depression side. Yep. But I remember one day being out in my driveway. And if anybody knows me, I do operate 
in the joy of the Lord. I really do feel like that is something I operate in, um, which is funny because people don't think you can have struggle mm. with anxiety and still live life to the fullest and operate in joy. That is a lie from the pit mm-hmm, of hell. Mm-hmm. But I do remember sitting out on my driveway sobbing while my kids were napping. I'd, it was the lowest I'd ever felt. And it was one of those moments where I was like, I didn't have a suicidal thought, but I did have the thought of like, maybe, maybe I don't need to be here. And it was the scariest thing I had ever experienced in my life. It was so dark and so icky. And that in that moment, that's when I decided I can't live like this. I won't live like this. I refuse to live like this. I don't know how I'm going to come out of it, but I'm going to do everything on my end that I can do to find freedom in this because wow. I'm not doing this anymore. Wow. And that is when I got my hands on everything I could. I went straight to the Bible. I found, I, I have this journal that has like all of my anxiety stuff in it. And I, I looked up every verse on I could find on the mind, um, peace, fear, and anxiety. And I wrote them all down. And then I wrote next to them what each verse was saying. And I yes. read them over and over and over again. And I learned God has a lot to say. Oh, yeah. A lot to say about those areas. So I started learning about that. Then I read tons of books that, I, I mean, some of them were a psychology book. Yep. I've read a lot of testimonials. Yep. I've read Christian books immersed in um, scripture. Yep. And I was just getting my hands on everything I could to learn about it. And Did you learn the science too, the brain and things yeah. like that mm-hmm. too? Because mm-hmm. renewing our mind, there's really a yes. rut. Yes, you know there's actual synopsis, yeah, all the things. It's mm-hmm. all it all plays a part, and I started finding freedom just by learning. Yes, because knowledge is power. Yes, and it didn't have power for me because I knew. Yeah, I know things now about this yep. area of my life, and it doesn't scare me as much anymore yep. because I'm learning these things. And then also simultaneously, I allowed one of my very best friends. Her name is Brooke. I allowed her in. Mm. She was the only person I allowed into the depth of it. People okay. knew that yeah, I yeah, struggled, yeah. but the deepness of it, Brooke was the only one that knew. Okay. And I remember sharing some stuff with her, and she said one of the best things to me that I will advocate for everybody. She goes, Allie, you may never, ever tell me something that your husband does not know wow. anymore. And I, I hated that she said it to me because I was still at that point because of previous years yeah. not trusting Justin. Justin knew I struggled with anxiety, but he did not know yeah. the depth of pain that I was in. So I had to have a very hard conversation with him mm-hmm. of just like, I have not allowed you in and I'm sorry. Yeah, This is where I'm at. And I this is why I have not allowed you in. It's not Do you right know what the why was? Yeah, because previously he made the part me feel about like where you get, okay. I, he wouldn't believe right. me. It's interesting that she did that. Very strategic for a married woman. To, mm-hmm. to, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if you keep something from him, mm-hmm. you could keep other things as yes. well. So that was she wise. She is a very, very <clears throat> good friend. But I think that goes into anybody too. Yes, married people, that is 100% important. But people that struggle with anxiety... Find a free yeah, person. Yeah. Even just one. Yeah. Because you, you had Brooke. Because Justin can't be the everything either. Nope, you know what I mean? God is the all. Yes. He is the everything. But 
Moses was in battle and Aaron and, and her, her hold up his arms. And, and Joshua was out there fighting. It's a huge yeah. deal yes. to have some supports. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was the start of me finding mm. I have four people now that I would consider my safe space. Because not everybody is allowed there. And they should I agree. Be. I agree. And not everybody needs to. Not everybody You don't needs need to. everybody. Nope. These four people love me. They love Jesus. They have my best interest in mind. And I trust their discernment and wisdom and truth. And sometimes I don't want to hear their truth. Yep. But I do not need to be offended by their truth. And right. I think sometimes people that struggle with mental health or anxiety get offended from people who don't struggle with it and tell them truth. Yeah, like how would you know? What like like how can you relate? Or and that's whatever. wrong. Mm-hmm. If this is someone you've chosen to trust, if it's a random person, yeah. you don't have to receive that. That they don't know you and don't right. love you. But if this is someone that loves you, mm-hmm. knows and has the best interest for you, and you're just spouting off something because they don't understand, that's unfair. Yeah. God puts people into our lives mm-hmm. that have a healthy mind. Yes, and praise the Lord because yeah. I don't yeah. and didn't. Yeah. And I needed somebody with a healthy mind, a biblical mindset, and somebody that loved me and cared for my well-being to say some stuff to me that I maybe didn't believe or didn't think was true. Yeah. And I don't need to be offended because they don't understand. Right. No. Right. That's why God placed them there. So first off, I, I got my hands on everything that I could. And then I found my core people that I could start sharing with. Yeah. And then uh, the last thing I think I did well, I kind of shared this already. Was I just I decided? I, I was I was picturing you on that driveway at the darkest time. There was a, something that rose up in mm-hmm. you that was a decision. Like I, when you said yeah. you decided that seed mm-hmm. decision, I I just see it like going everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you're right, you decided. I decided. Sorry. You can fight. You don't have to stay in it. Amen. That's a choice. Amen. I I this is like my biggest advocate line. I may never be free from anxiety, but I can live in freedom. Amen. God may not choose to heal me. I pray he does. And if he doesn't, that does not mean that I don't have a freedom in life. Amen. I I think that people do have struggles in this world because it's a sinful world Mm -hmm. and we can be set free from them. And they're also, but they're also, they can be used as a testimony. But to, to say that I'm, fully free in this moment is not truthful or I think that's so important and that's the real deal like literally do you know what I mean there are stages yeah well God can do anything like this he totally we know that but he also brings us through things because we notice his presence he's Emmanuel walking right with us the whole time so and I, I just don't think there's ever a recreated thing from him he's too yeah one size does not fit all. Right. He's very aware of your story right. and your marriage and your kids and your upbringing, your background and what mm-hmm. you're going to do and how you're going to think. Mm-hmm. So to make a blanket statement, even on a podcast that makes people think that this is the pattern or this is the model or this is the formula would be wrong. Mm-hmm. But he will bring you mm-hmm. to a place and he will bring people through and he does walk with us in it and all of it yeah i mean he he says he gives us life and to have it abundantly right and struggling and sitting in your yeah mental anxiety like that's it's not that, abundant that's not abundant life nope and i and i just remember i just remember on the driveway i just was like this is not how it's this supposed is not to it. be mm-hmm. and i just refuse to live life like this i might have this thorn in my my side and walk with a limp for a while. I don't know. God may completely heal me. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm open to you all You just know you Lord. couldn't stay there. Couldn't stay there. It, it was not 
I'm going to find freedom because Jesus says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. And there's freedom found in him. So Amen. I'm going to find it. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to fight for it. And, and that's he's always, the source. He is. So you knew it. And that's my, my encouragement to people that, you know, talk to me, to me about, um, if they struggle with any mental health, I'm like, you can fight. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. And I fully believe that. And some people don't believe that. They just think this is just who they are. Is that when you kind of decided to be a little more open on Instagram and things like that? Or did you feel like God said, share? Or I I guess I'm asking how or what was stirring in your heart to do that? It was probably a year after. Because I probably started sharing only about six months ago. Okay. I felt like I had gone through so much and learned so much. And God had brought me to a really sweet, special, healthier place. Yeah, yeah. And that's not to say that I don't have days yeah. or weeks or even sometimes months where you're just kind of like, oh man, I cannot shake this panic attack or, you yeah. know, whatever, whatever. But I was in a healthy state of mind to be able to share. And in my thought, it was like, okay, God, if even if it's just one person, I don't Amen. want anyone to feel how I felt. Amen. I don't want anyone to think that it's not doable. It's hard work, but that's like any struggle. Addiction is hard work. Mm-hmm. Having an eating disorder, coming out of an eating disorder, that's hard work. But it's a struggle, just like anxiety. Mm-hmm. You don't have to claim that as just, this is who I am. No, it's something right. you just struggle with. Right. Let's move into... There's a process and hard work to everything. Yes. I mean, athletes, yes. training processes, mm-hmm. musicians, practice, skills. Mm-hmm. To get somewhere, mm-hmm. we don't just hope. Yeah, but there's know. beauty on the uh-huh. other side. Uh-huh. When you work so hard and you see the fruit uh-huh. that God, is, God has like dropped so much... And he wants to work in tandem with Amen. you. Amen. Co-laborers always. Yes. Always. As long as you are, mm. I just, I felt like God and I were partners, you know, through the whole thing. And I felt so cared for. And I learned so much about God and, and his character and his, what he has to say. And I, I, I learned in that season, I fully believe that the mind is the most, the greatest thing God's ever created. Amen. And I think it's the most powerful thing God's ever created. And that's why Satan goes after it. And that's why, and I think some of the strongest, brilliant minds, that's where Satan goes, have struggled with the mental Mm -hmm. health because Mm -hmm. he doesn't want them to be brilliant. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want them to operate the way that God has created them to. I fully believe that. Let's pause a second. If you are enjoying The Real Deal with Rachel Inouye, subscribe, rate, and review it. I appreciate your support. All right. Back to the real deal. I was somebody who was so embedded in truth and so embedded in, in my word and like never wavered with yeah. my thought about the Lord. And then all of a sudden I'm reading my Bible and intrusive thoughts come in yeah. of that's not real. Yeah. He actually doesn't do that. Yeah. Things I've never thought before when yeah. reading. And I'm like, oh, you know, but I do not need to receive that as who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't have to receive, oh, now that I've thought to myself, that's not true, that I don't believe that God is true or that his promises are true. No. Just as a thought comes in, you can send it right back out. You know what I just saw? I just saw shutting the laundry room door so that the fire doesn't get, mm-hmm. you know you mean? Literally mm-hmm. like, okay, no, nope, I'm going to shut that. Yeah. That's going to be a barrier. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's, there's beauty to shutting some of those yeah. doors out. You know, yeah. we don't have to accept every mm-hmm. thought that ever comes into our mind and we get to renew it. Amen. We get and, to renew the mind. And I think people get stuck in the intrusive thought of like, this must be who I am because I'm thinking it. Yeah. No, it's not right. who you are. Right. You can like, I sometimes like send it right back out. If it comes in, I, I have to speak it all out sometimes of just being like, that was weird. Yeah. I don't actually believe that. Moving on. Yeah. It doesn't have to sit. There is a, you know, this is not the point of this podcast, but there is a spiritual realm 
And the things that are not seen with our eye Mm -hmm. in the natural world are still happening around us. Mm -hmm. And so there can be a spirit that's near us Mm -hmm. that gives us his thought. Mm. Do you see what I mean? And that's why it comes at us when we weren't thinking it. It's around. Yes. And so if it's a spirit of death, we think we had that thought. Mm. But they're projecting their thought on us because they are death. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. And the spirit, like, I don't know if you've ever been somewhere, but you can actually go into a store and you have a more of a depressed feeling in Mm. there. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Well, there's like a spirit Mm -hmm. of depression that's there. Mm -hmm. And we don't have it. Mm -hmm. But when we go and we're in its presence, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, Mm -hmm. is on. Mm -hmm. And so then we think it's us. Mm -hmm. It's It's not. not. Have you ever, this is so dumb, but have you ever literally checked your own smell because you were in the presence of somebody with body odor? Yes. And so then you go, is it me? Is it me? Is that who (laughs) Am I Yeah. I mean, that just came to my mind, but it's like that. I have had men that say, I do not struggle with pornography. And there are many that do. So, Mm -hmm. but the point is they don't. But they're in an atmosphere or somebody sits down by them that, by the way, isn't a bad person. No. But they're plagued by that yep. spirit. Mm-hmm. And so that spirit comes to them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I, I, I don't I deal know. with these thoughts. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So I, that's how I know. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that we then we become that thought. Right. No. We just right. had that thought. Yes. I have had times where I'll walk down steps and I think I'm going to miss five of them and I'm going to fall flat on my face and break my neck. Like what? No. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just not a thought that I need to entertain. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But you live long, you know, things can happen. Mm -hmm. Anyway, my point is shutting Mm -hmm. that door. Yeah. That's not who I am. That's not what I believe. It just came to me from somewhere else in the name of Jesus. Leave. Yeah. And I have a lot more power than we know. Yes, exactly. And that, and that took me a long time to learn because I was starting to receive like, oh no, this is who I'm becoming. And then God, like you said, just revealed to me things of like, oh, that's Satan and his demons trying to make you think this is Uh who you are. Uh So when a thought comes in, you may not be able to control it coming in, but you can control how long it stays. That's so true. And you send it right back out in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Be gone. Mm -hmm. Take that with you. It's so true. who I am. And it sounds sometimes bizarre to people, but it is so powerful to speak that stuff out loud because you... Is the struggle with anxiety and mental health is a very, you can hide it really well, mm-hmm. really well. And so sometimes just saying stuff out loud is so freeing from the bondage of what your mind has created. Right. We talked about kind of, that's how I started sharing of, yep. I got to a place where I felt like God had taught me so much. And if I can just help one person, yeah, I'm going to share. I, I know you're going to help people the way you continue to do it. And I believe you probably have multiple books or albums mm-hmm. or something in you that are going to come out. Because, Allie, we haven't even touched on... Would you ever come back Yeah, and do this again? Yeah. Because I think we haven't even touched on the power and the joy of the Lord and music mm-hmm. that you contain and mm-hmm. that God has mm-hmm. used you so powerfully to free people. We haven't really touched on your family and vlogging and how powerful... A good example of a family, not exalted to make you feel bad because yours isn't, but literally God can do beautiful things in a family. Mm -hmm. There's so much that we haven't touched on. I could talk to you forever, but I think this has been really helpful and really good. So where would you like to keep going or what would you like to do? Would you like to pray for people who might be in this situation? I just think there's victory and I'm seeing it. Like a trophy of God's grace sitting right here in front of me. Oh, yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, 
I, okay. I'm, I'm fine to pray. I'm fine to keep talking, whatever it is that you yeah. need. I do want to touch a little bit on, well, number one, I thank you because you're victorious. Mm-hmm. You have a victorious mindset. Mm-hmm. And so that is going to continue yeah. to play out the trajectory. We don't know the, the years. We don't know the time span. We don't know whatever, but we know there has been increased freedom. Mm-hmm. And that's what God does. Yes. And yeah. he brings us from one stage to the next. Yeah. So yeah. I really thank you for sharing it. Yeah. And, and I think what I like is that you weren't just theoretical. You told us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some of the mm-hmm. things that, um, would you write a book? Um, I have started okay. a, it's not a book, it's devotional. Oh, awesome. Um, so it's just something small that I felt like, okay, I feel like I'm, can do this. Yes, you can. That God's given me a couple of things <laughs> to be able to give. I don't I, I've thought about books, but I haven't fully pursued that. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to take it one little step at a time. Yeah. So if even if it process. never gets published, it's still really cool to even just see yeah. what you write. Yeah. I think that God will tell you if it's just for you, mm-hmm. but if it's helpful for any, then he says, no, honey, this is for yeah. others. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so I bless you in that. If Thank that, you. if that, there's no pressure, Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you feel like that's bubbling up in you, I would say do it mm. because there would be something of benefit on the mm-hmm. other side for sure. Mm-hmm. And you are so open with things that you've done. I mean, you were open about your marriage with my daughter when she was younger. Mm-hmm. And all the little girls here at the cabin view you. Now now it kind of like levels off to where your peers. Yeah. But, you know, when they yeah. were younger, they're like, oh, it's because you were open. Yeah. And you were the real deal. Yeah. And I appreciate you being the real deal. Yeah. I think it's awesome. All right. what Can you just quickly mention, because I think I'm going to have you back with um, the, the vlogging. Okay. Just mention a little bit about it. Give the audience a taste of what it is, because they can follow you on Instagram. Yeah. So what are what are ways to reach you and then tell us a little bit about your family um, blog? Our Instagram handle is the Vogley Family, mm-hmm. which is V A G L E, mm-hmm. and then that's also our um, YouTube channel. Okay, and then obviously my Instagram is just Allie Vogley. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the just only forms that kind of we're on right now, and uh, God God changed the trajectory of our family about nine months ago, almost a year. Yeah, God God. Uh, <laughs> He changed the trajectory. He just said, Upset take a big apple turn cart. left. Yeah. And we were like, okay. Uh, Justin and I have been uh, pastors for 10 years. Mm-hmm. We started a church about uh, 10 years ago. Yep. And um, we're the worship pastors. In there. the Twin Cities area. In, in the Twin C- Cities area and loved it and thought it was the most, um, it, it was very exciting. I mean, living by faith. I mean, I could just, even just planting so a church, much I could good. T- talk about so much. Um, but... It was a really beautiful thing, and um, uh, about a year ago, God made it very evident and clear that it was time for us to leave. And I won't go into detail about all that, but what I will say is there's just some unhealth happening, Mm -hmm. and we had done a lot of prayer and uh, just really seeking the Lord in it, and it was one of the hardest things in probably the hardest thing in my life I've ever gone through. It was very hurtful. Um, it was very painful. And I, I never want to throw people under the bus, but it just, it, it was not, it was not godly and it was not of the Lord. And, um, and maybe someday I'll, I can come back and talk more yeah. freely about kind of the hurt of the church, quote unquote, uh, a little more freely about that at some other point, but it was time. Yeah. And God said, uh, it was very clear. And yep. it was either you obey or you disobey. Yeah. And uh, and the stir was so present that you knew. Like, there are seasons. Yes. And there are endings to things. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think 
every time we feel endings, that that means it's really ending. Because sometimes there can be a spirit of death over things or, uh, you know, because God gives us a river of life. But there are seasons. And that had clearly come to an end in your own spirit. I know you were churning. Like, yeah. Like, if I don't, like, obey or disobey. It was obey or disobey. And it was a, um, <laughs> it was a pinnacle of that because nobody had ever left the staff that we were on. Everybody was there and... It was like always said how wonderful it was to work there and da da da. And Justin and I just saw things and felt things that were just at this point not okay anymore. Um, it was getting to the point where it was we needed to leave in order to say enough is enough. And I pray God changes some things in us leaving. Like if if we leave and there are things that turn around and come back to what God had I think intended for that place. Then, then praise God. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. But if us leaving gives freedom for other people that maybe felt a stir in their heart too. Um, now the door's open. Praise the Lord. I pray that, that mm-hmm. they, you know, whatever. Come into that as well. So um, anyway, so that, so he changed the trajectory. Mm-hmm. We thought we were going to die there and yeah, be yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, that was the dream. It was <laughs> the dream was that that place was, we loved being pastors and we loved um, ministering to God's people and all these beautiful things and God did some amazing things there. And I, I just still praise the Lord for it. It was, and none of that's wasted. None of it's wasted. It's the best part about it. It's wasted. Even in your own, who you are. Yes. Yes. And you have to go through a a period of that, of like, you do feel like what, what was that? Yeah. 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 You know, and God, why, why couldn't you have just changed it? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. he didn't, he, you know, God's, He's, he's a gracious God mm-hmm. and he gives us free will and, and, you know, and it went the way it went. And so we, uh, so he, he started to reveal to us it was time to be done. And then he started put, putting new beautiful dreams in yeah. us, which I'd never experienced. And I, mm-hmm. it was, it was the hardest place I've ever been, but the sweetest place with the Lord I've ever been. The sweetest place. I've never learned more about the character of God and the the care of God, the goodness of God, the grace of God, the friend of God that he is then in the last nine months. I, the Holy Spirit, and just so how unifying he was with Justin and I and in the way we were going and what we thought. and just, So different. Oh, the revealing of things that were inside of us that yeah, were didn't dormant. Even know. Mm-hmm. Um, or even just spoken poorly over mm-hmm. and, um, we're coming back to life. And it was, it was, there was freedom I found in, um, um, the affirmation of others. Yep, and yep, yep. I mean, I just, we found so much freedom in knowing who we were in Christ. And cause that's the only thing we had. We, we, we said yes to God, um, leaving that place without a job. Right. We were living in faith, right. which is extremely scary and extremely exhilarating. I'm picturing you out on the edge of the time. pier where there's no more boards yes. to keep and walking. And like, you know? here we go. But that's it. That's so and good. And it was beautiful because it was so peaceful. I I, I, I can't even, ex- I just knew God was going to do it. Yeah. I'm like, you are Jehovah Jireh. You yeah. are our provider. You are more than enough. Amen. My husband has every gift inside of him that is good and from you, and mm-hmm. he can... He's going to be able to do more creative things now yep. than he's ever been yep. able to do. And it just, beauty was coming out of it all. Yeah. And um, so we said yes to that and left. And of course, immediately the week after, God provided a job. 
and he, I'm like, we didn't have to skip a beat. Yeah, I remember that when you called or texted or whatever, like, we had a conversation. Yeah. Anyway, it was like, it was like a week. You were like, week. it was like a week. <laughs> it was a week. And it was like, okay, here we go, God. And then even within that, what I love about God is every nothing is set in stone forever. And this job was meant for us to feel financially secure while we went through a season of healing. Uh-huh. And... Uh, but it was not the forever job. Yes. And so Justin left that about a month or two ago to pursue entrepreneurial things and tort for himself. And and God's, again, just boom, boom, yep, boom, yep, yep, boom. Yep, yep, yep. Project, person, blah, blah, blah. And he hasn't even announced still to this day yeah. on social media or anything that he's out on his own. And God's yep. already provided our income from that job that we had previously had and more. Yep. And I'm like, okay, Lord, like... I never yep. ever have to worry about provision because yep. you provide more than enough. And even if it's just what we need, praise the Lord. Right. It doesn't have to be extravagant. But I've prayed bolder prayers in this season financially, mm-hmm. relationally, mm-hmm. family. Um, and so when God changed our the trajectory of our family, our, our goals and our mindset and our perspective of life and our family changed. And who you are as a family, and what you can do, and where you can go, and the like the of whole it. of it, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know the song? The song I think it's Brian Johnson. In the darkest night, you can light it up. Oh no! You can light it up. Oh, oh God! Amen. Revival. He like revived your family in yes. the darkest night. You yeah. can light it up. Like he just changed it. Yes. So different. Yes. And so you decided to do more family. Uh, no, you were always doing family. Yes, we were. We were always doing family. But there was there was now there is now an intentionality behind it there and you a go. and a purpose of um our actually what we would consider ministry now yep. behind it. We are no longer quote unquote pastors, right? But pastoring people never leaves you. Amen. And um, I really do feel like our I, we don't get it right on our own, but we get it right through the Lord. I do believe um, we do family really well. We do yep. marriage really well. Yep. And we do parenting really well. Yep. And that is not a pat on the back I'm the best it is the we've made it through the struggles and we seek the Lord and we want people to know the beauty of what family the family unit can be and is and should be and I really feel like our um, society just has it backwards it's under attack and it's it's, um, it is very backward it is awful and I want people to know and see how good and beautiful and fun marrying being married can be yeah it's not easy yeah and there are seasons of yuck yeah but the fight and the like other side of yeah it's just it can be i feel like it's even looked at it's as such an optional thing and such a like it, and sometimes like disparaging comments yes. about it like marriage it's god's plan it's, so you know oh, he'll bless it yes and so you're just exalting him when yeah. you show a blessed marriage yeah and uh, parenting is one of the greatest gifts mm-hmm. in the entire world. Mm-hmm. I also think it's one of the hardest a lot gifts of work. Yep. <laughs> in the entire world. <laughs> but the fruit of it is so sweet. And honestly, the time of it is so little. And yeah. it's it goes by very fast. Yeah. And you only have a certain amount of time. And so what are you going to do with it in that, right. in that time? And, and that leads us to our family unit and our family time. Um, we want to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. That is a goal of mm-hmm. ours. God created this beautiful earth and beautiful cultures and beautiful people. And you want to see it. I want to see it. I want my children to experience it. I want them to 
um, serve. I want them to watch other people's um, cultures and understand the the vastness of our God yeah. and the beauty of his creation. Yeah. Things I don't feel like I really truly got to understand until yeah. I was in college. Mm-hmm. And I want my kids to grow up knowing that. Um, and honestly, so, so since the trajectory change, Justin's doing entrepreneurial things which are fulfilling deep things in him that God had placed a long time ago. And um, I'm doing, well, we both are, but I'm kind of like the driver of our family vlogs and family Instagram of just just sharing our life and sharing the good things that I believe. There's so many yucky things yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on social media, and there's a lot of whiny things. Yep. And there's a lot of poor me victim mentality um, and even just like chaotic things, the chaos of being a mom. And it's like, well, it doesn't always have to be like that. Uh, you know, and, and I'm not saying it's you show the perfect because then there's the perfection side that yep. people are trying to like, yep. okay, well, there's this perfection side and that's yep. not realistic. So I'm going to go all the way over here and show yep. the crazy yucky side. Well, no, there's something right. in between. And I want people to to know um, that you can do life differently. Yeah. And that I think God made it that way. We were not meant or created to live to work. Amen. I think it's a part of our life, but I do not think. That that is the main thing, and that is what Justin and I fully are like. I mean, we want to yeah. have more time with our family, work less, but still make the same or more. Yeah. So, what does that look like? Yeah. How do we achieve those goals, and how do we bring you know our relationship with the Lord and minister to people in it through that? Yeah. Um, because family is such a gift. It and is. You get this much time, like this very tiny amount, with your children. To make family memories. Yep. I just, I think that to the world is only going to change starting in the home. I agree. Because that's why I called you a world changer. Yeah. You know, people go, well, world changer, that means I am an ambassador of 14 countries. Are you kidding me? You're the mother of three children. Mm-hmm. You're a world changer. Mm-hmm. You change things around you. Mm-hmm. They change things around mm-hmm. them. We change our mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe it's the family unit. I agree to Yeah. Allie. And I want people to see that. Marriage can change the world, and it changes the trajectory of your children. And then your children change the world, and that changes the trajectory of your Mm -hmm. grandchildren and the legacy. I mean, I already feel that from my parents who are Mm first-generation Christians. Mm -hmm. The fact that my children know Jesus is because they fought it out to stay married and Mm -hmm. to stay in a relationship Mm -hmm. with Christ. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason why my kids know God Mm -hmm. right now, and I I will forever be thankful I, I think it's important because a lot of people are so concerned about their life and our lives are a gift, but our legacy goes on way beyond mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. It continues mm-hmm. and God promises to bless to the thousandth generation, those who love and serve him. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. That's awesome. But that is the call then. Yeah. It's not the job. Yeah. The job is teach these children yeah. and, and, and have them experience the beauty of our, of our savior and of our father god and of the holy spirit that is inside of them and allowing them to see what a healthy dad looks like and what a healthy mom looks like what a healthiness together looks like and some of that includes fighting in front of your kids yeah because then they see oh people fight oh there's a resolution conflicts have to be resolved you you i mean it's all the things and we share a lot of that in our journey um, most of that is on our Instagram. A lot of our vlogs are just really fun things. Mm. Um, we do tell our story about um, how we got our twins and because yep. we uh, we miscarried and had infertility issues and what it was like. I mean, parenting children. You didn't have cycle. 
Oh, yeah. No. I, mean, I don't know if that's sharing. Yeah, but no, that's fine. Yeah, I didn't have a cycle for months, and yeah. I didn't even know. So it's if like, how do you know when I was you're... ever even gonna get pregnant? Yeah. So yeah, so we share that on our journey. It's just it's just very real things, but it's a lot of encouragement. Did you have miscarriages before the twins yeah. or between? Okay, before, and one, if, two, one. Okay. Yep, we had one, and then the next pregnancy was the twins. Okay, praise the Lord. But that that in itself is a different type of journey, and mm-hmm. it's hard to for people to talk about and it there's just, just a whole bunch of things that right. go within it. And, uh, but just w- having people understand there are hard things in life, but man, the family is such a beautiful thing. And I want people to feel encouraged that even in the hardness, there's so much good. Yeah. And I want people to see the fruitfulness of hopefully what would be a healthy family union. We're not perfect. Right. By any means. Well, that's that's understood, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like healthy doesn't mean perfect, and good doesn't mean there is never hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we started our family vlog and our family Instagram more as a creative outlet for me because I'm a very creative yep. person. And since yep. we left um, ministry, job, we, were, we were doing we, some of that. We were doing very. Cre- we were part of the creative department, okay. and um, that's kind of how that got birthed, yep. and it gave what made me feel like purpose because. When you leave something like that, there yep. is a season of, wow, I feel purposeless. Yeah. And but it's still in me, so what do I do with it? What do I do with it? Mm-hmm. And um, so it's been super fun, and it's been super unifying, and watching God take something that was so painful and watching him, like, transition it into something so beautiful. I mean, again, I could go into... That's the restorative nature oh, of a man. redemptive God. And, Ugh. and maybe someday I'll come back on and we'll talk like de- in depth about that season, because I this past season, because it, there's just so much that I feel like I've learned, that I'm still learning. So that's why I don't want to share too deep about some you of know, the... I think that's a great perspective, Allie, because I think you, I think it's real. Mm-hmm. So it would be part of the real deal. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes like social media has given people a place to bleed all over instead of when the tourniquet's on and when you're fine, you can talk about stuff. It doesn't mean it still wasn't hard, but you're probably not as hurtful maybe. Yeah. Or you don't bleed not in hemorrhage. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. It's not as tender to the touch. Uh-huh. And um, because I feel like there is, and I, I think God is, as as this trajectory has changed for our family, God has started to reveal new things that I feel like I am going to eventually share about um, what people would be, con- what is considered being hurt by the church. Mm. Um, and I have processed a lot with God about that. And I'm still in the process of what, why do people think certain things and what do you do with those and how do you move forward? And, and I think God has like started instilling a lot of, just like he did with things that I struggle with anxiety. I I do think there are things in me that are going to start to come out. Mm -hmm. Um, just about kind of a revealing process where you know more, you get the Mm -hmm. more knowledge, like you said, Mm -hmm. Mm. of what, you know, just the, the, what the response is to being quote unquote hurt by the church. That's a good, that's a good thing. So, and, you know, someday I'll share more in depth about it. But it, it honestly has been the most beautiful season and really hard, really, f- like like you said, jumping out in faith, a yeah. lot of in faith. Um, but, man, I've never seen more things restored, more things redeemed, more things revealed, more things. It's just kind of more hope and better than you would have uh, thought. Right, I, kind of that like kind of You're like in awe. Like, I've <laughs> never... I've never understood the fact that I could be in the hardest, darkest place of my life and yet experience so much of God and so much healing. Mm-hmm. 
it's and my family now will forever be changed because of that in the best way possible yeah we are in a different place and my kids are better for it yeah we are better for it and uh yeah god has just been really cool so us doing all that stuff is more of just we want to be a light and an encouragement on the social media platform yep. of the family unit and yep. marriage and parenting because all of those things are really hard yeah and all of those things are really prevalent right and i like you said it is so under attack that i want people to feel encouraged i want people to feel challenged and i want people to feel they're not alone yeah um, and i want people to feel joy yeah. I really just want people to feel joy. Yeah. In in the joy of the Lord is our strength. When yes. we lose our joy, we're so joy in marriage, mm-hmm. joy in being a mom, joy in having a family unit, yep. joy in the fact that you don't have to work a nine to five. Yeah. Like you know, I'm now not everybody's an entrepreneur, yep. and some people really love that, but can still do family well. Right. You right, just right. It, there's a process and a boundary, and you figure it out, and you know, people are just not alone in this world, and I think. Social media either makes you compare or makes you a victim. And I just, it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah, yeah. And I want people to be encouraged and fulfilled and find joy in doing things with their family, making memories with their family, strengthening their marriage and finding new great ways to parent and finding success in that and, you know, all with Christ. We, We know it can be done because we watch these, like, renovate your house shows and (laughs) we either go... Well, I'm never doing that. Or we go, oh, well, maybe I could at least put in a new little island. Uh-huh. Do you see what I mean? So it does affect us. And you know the whole my whole mantra, don't compare, don't compete, celebrate. People get worried about the compete. I'm competitive. You never have to compete for God's love. No. His resources, Mm-mm. his care, his lap, Mm-mm. his hearing ear. That, people don't understand that, so they get a little rise up. Mm. I, I say, well, you've never heard my talk, so whatever. But <laughs> um, the comparison is, comparing is a robber of joy. Yes. But if you compare yourself to yourself, Paul says, then you will increase, mm-hmm. right? And so when you have an example out there, you can either go, well, the Vogley family, I'll never be that. And you compare and you've robbed your joy. Or you've said, that's a prototype mm-hmm. for what God can do. Mm-hmm. And then it opens you up to what is possible. Yes. And then it really is yes. your heart. I was going to ask you the why behind it. You already shared all mm-hmm. the why. That it could be something for someone else to get joy from. It could be something for someone else to have a template and a mm-hmm. prototype of what's possible in God. It's not to put a mantle on family so that you must do it this no. way. That's bondage. Yes. But if you go, oh, it's possible. Mm-hmm. And I do believe, like, I just bless you guys in that. And I bless you in the writing of it and the producing of it and the putting stuff out because it takes time alley mm-hmm. and when i just do my own little instagram i feel like sometimes i'm like that took a lot of time but that it would get done like in a in a laser time that god would use for you so they actually can still be with your family because mm-hmm. otherwise i never want it to rob you mm-hmm. of family by trying to do family mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like yes. I, oh, I just am like Mm-mm. yes run along kids i'm working on our you know what i mean like that god can allow you to have the space where it's blessed and mm-hmm. that's what i because he didn't say he's our boss Mm-mm. he didn't say he's the general he's our father mm-hmm. so he loves family yes and things that we show a family show the relationship that he already set up yeah so you know, i'm not trying to have a preach but i just feel it in my heart that it will be blessed because it's god's model mm-hmm. it's god's model yeah and i even heard kennedy out on the pontoon the other day oh, i'm not gonna have it exactly right but somebody asked something about the vlogs and she's like yeah, well, it's mainly about our family adventures and things that we do, sometimes about our mom and dad's dates, <laughs> <laughs> with this huge smile on her face, and she lit up. 
Mm-hmm. And Kennedy from the one who like didn't speak to people when she was little oh, yeah. and like played with her little Barbies yep. and was, she has begun to just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's blossoming mm-hmm. in it too. Mm-hmm. She knows her role. Well, it's a safe place. Yes. Yeah. There is a security found when mom and dad have prioritized each other. First Christ, always Christ. Yep. Um, then each other and then our, the family. Yep. When those things are in the right order, Yep, everything kind of like a chiropractic alignment. It aligns. Mm -hmm. And then when it's not, and there are seasons where you're like, we're crushing it. Yeah. Like, we're doing so well. And then there are seasons that are like, I feel like strangers (laughs) in this house. What is going on? And that's just when you do a reset. And that's okay. It's like renewing the mind, resetting. Your phone needs a new update. You charge your battery. All those kinds of things that are done in the natural need to be done in our own hearts. And I, you know, I heard... um, (laughs) <laughs> from someone once that if you don't evaluate your experience, you'll never, um, it was either like, you'll never change or you'll never, ch- yeah, you'll never, ch- you'll never find change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, we just like have been evaluating our family life ever since yeah. we left, yeah. um, um, that church and it was never bad. Yep. You know, you know, you can come from good to great and it just wasn't. God's plan anymore for our family and mm-hmm. and uh it just watching the flourishment of our kids and our marriage and our own just self like yeah, healthy yeah, yeah. selves um it's been really sweet and really precious and again we don't get this time back with with them specifically nope. um and so just trying to take advantage while we can, and then yeah. God will probably bring us into a new season yeah. of, of this is now the season of what your family looks like. It just, it's just being open. We've lived so hands wide open yep. in this season, and it's, it's again, one of the scariest things, but one of the most beautiful things yeah. we've ever experienced. So it's a little bit about, a, about our, yeah. our I, family I just, life, I family life. I bless you, and I think about people who kept, um, we called it creative memories. They were photo albums, mm, you know? Yes. But your kids will, my kids look at their books, well, they used to when they were little, and if they found a new friend or brought somebody home, they would kind of show them, like, well, this is when I was three, and, you know, your kids will forever have it, Mm -hmm. and the nice part is that we're always changing, so there will always be content, I mean, honestly, right, and then there will always be, like, um, that's preserved, and I can can have it a touch point where I go back to Mm -hmm. it, and, like, a diary of sorts, Mm -hmm. your family's diary. That's the other reason why we did it, is... They're just fun memories yeah. to have, and our kids will always have them. Yeah. And the creative part is really fun to add music to. You know, whatever. Yeah. It's not just the, yeah. the regular home right. video. No, I've seen them, Allie, and they're really well done. But they're just, to be a child is a gift. Mm-hmm. God says that, you know, if you the kingdom is like this, the eyes of a child, and that your heart would be ready to be like a child, become like a child. Mm-hmm. So to see some of those, like, I remember one, they're like, oh, it's a dragonfly, and they're walking through, like, a path, and you've got... Mm-hmm. How much do we get better when we, like, see life through a child's eyes? Mm-hmm. It's really, really mm-hmm. sweet. You know, and they're just the running around that they do mm-hmm. and the energy that kids have. <laughs> anyway, all right. So um, we might have two podcasts here. I don't even know. But... Would you be willing to pray either over families or over people, whoever's listening? Mm-hmm. And then may I pray over you? Oh, absolutely. Okay, and our audience. Yeah. But yeah. Unless there's anything else burning that you have to share. I, I would love to just have you have another time too because I, isn't Allie Vaughn the best guest? Oh, yes, you are. Thank you for sharing your time. Yes. You could have been out with your family. You could have been on the boat. You could have been doing something with the women. Oh, but I, I thank you. No, really it's, it's my you pleasure. You know I love you. I hope you know I love you. Oh, I, I think love you're you. absolutely amazing. You're not my daughter, but you're a... 
sister of mine in the kingdom and like I'll a daughter to me. always be a daughter of yours. Yeah, you're, you're like a daughter to me. You're so sweet. Mom. You're so sweet. Thanks. It's been a, such a pleasure and I'm thanks for having me on and maybe letting me come on again sometime. Oh, I, I don't know. Love it. It's I would so love fun. it. I could talk till the day is And, done, so. you know, people check it out. We'll put it in the show notes and we'll have it like a family photo there too. Okay. But. You've been listening to The Real Deal with me, Rachel Inouye, helping people celebrate their significance and the genius of God in them. Audio engineering by my husband, Michael Inouye. Thanks, babe. Theme music by Andrew Grace.